Welcome back to the second edition of the new FPL Academy feature, Man vs Machine. Three lads, Jason Fleming, James Carr and myself, Matty Kay, will compete against the fantasy football fix and their brilliant FPL squad predictor. We are the men and they are the machine. Whoever finishes on top post Game Week 38 is the victor. Let's catch up with the second podcast to see how it all went. Someone of that merit doesn't get 240 points one season. It's just a one-off, if you don't have me. Right, okay, anyway, so I'm just going to give an introduction because uh, last week we didn't really give that and for those that didn't read the website, then this is it. So what we're doing is there's myself, uh, Matty Kay, there's uh, James Carr from Carlisle and then there's uh, Jason Fleming from Perth. We are trying to create a team against a machine, the machine that is Fantasy Football Fix. They have like a squad predictor on their website and the machine kind of decides on what transfers it thinks is the best for each game week and you can set different variables and we're going against that that machine and we'll both be making one transfer every week and we'll publish our results on the website and we'll talk about it on this podcast and we'll also explain what the machine has done and try and second guess it um, a little bit which might be difficult um, and then that's it and whoever's the winner at the end is is the victor? Um, there'll be wild cards played at the same point, so it's fair. We don't really know what we're doing about chips yet, but yeah, it's it's really good for those that haven't yet. Go check out fantasyfootballfix.com because it's a really great site. Um, and once it's up and running, because it, it you know it'll be game week one when it when it's up, um, we can start offering a twenty percent discount on their paid packages. Um, but they've got decent free package as well. So yeah, it's a good it's a good uh, little feature, guys, isn't it? It's, it's exciting. Yeah, something I've used last season. It's captain picks, especially when it recommends them. You take players out and it throws up a few anomalies that you wouldn't have thought of. Yeah, and it's also that really uh, that projection tool as well, which projects your rank. It's really, uh, really good for that as well. Yep. So, so that's that. So that's just a little introduction, so you know what we're all doing. So what we're going to do first is we're just going to uh, wrap up what we did last week with our draft one, just so we're all uh, aware. So quickly, we've got Courtois in net. Um, his understudy is Valdez of Middlesbrough. We've got what we decided to do is go for one elite defender in Luke Shaw and then two rotating pairs um, that rotate pretty well all season, I think, in uh, Neil Taylor of Swansea and Joel Ward of Palace. That's the first pair. And then Ben Mee of Burnley and Johnny Evans of West Brom as the second pair. So that's the back line. And then midfield, we thought this was a very strong midfield. We've had a few comments on Twitter uh, to say they agree. We've had we've got De Bruyne, uh, Fabregas, Sigurdsson, Tadic, and then we've got a cheap fifth bench um, for the Kapuwe. And then up front, what we've got is we've got Aguero, obviously, uh, Lukaku, and then the 6.5 million we went for last week, Callum Wilson. So that's the that's the draft from last week. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go look at some of the comments that we've had because it's been really interactive um, on Twitter, on Instagram, on uh, the article itself. So we've had quite a lot of feedback, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask you guys a few questions if that's all right Jay and Jace and I'll take a, a couple as well so we'll start with John Thompson um, his Twitter handle is at John Engerbrett and he is asking I'm going to put this to you Jay if that's all right he's asking who are the best well he's, he's had a look at our midfield and he, he wants to know who we think the best two 7.5 midfielders are um, especially for the first three game weeks so I'll let you answer that, Jay. What do you reckon? Yeah, great. Uh, the mid-price midfield is always a, a tough one to try and pick. 
I think if you're going for the first few game weeks, I don't think you can overlook Swansea at the moment. Obviously, it's a little bit hit and miss for who's going to be there. But personally, I'd go for Ayu at Swansea. Uh, he seems to be playing a little bit out of position during the pre-season. He's a powerful attacking midfielder. And I think he'll do well this year. Especially, like say, if you're after somebody for the first two or three weeks. Uh, I don't think you can overlook Tadic at Southampton. He's obviously he's in our team. He'll be on all the set pieces. Now money has gone. It used to be a toss-up between the pair of them. And I think now he's taken over that main spot. So you're going with oh. Tadic and Siggy? Yeah, for two of them, I'd say, yeah. Yeah. To throw in a third one out of the way, or not bother. Yeah, no, yeah, I'd, throw one in. I'd uh, look at Fabregas at Chelsea. Uh, right. First season was there, was outstanding. Seems to have, obviously, the whole Chelsea team had a, a year off last year. And I think they're going to come back fighting. Yeah, it's true, that, isn't it? I mean, he's 7.5 million. I mean, if Chelsea had continued their uh, form from the season before... We wouldn't be seven point five, would it? And we'd have be a, we'd have be a different conversation right now. So yeah, it, it could be yep. a cheap cheap entry into that into that Chelsea midfield and one to watch, definitely one to watch. Um, and then actually, uh, John he asks another cheeky little question. Um, what he says is, is it worth having Burns, Shaw, and Terry etc. in defence, even if it means downgrading a midfield or forward player? And FPL Bunny has actually answered him. So we'll use his answer so we don't have to answer that ourselves. Uh, ben, uh, FPL Bunny says that Baines is a good choice as there is a chance of getting an assist or goal from him. And I think we discussed that last week on the Draft 1 pod, didn't we? About Baines. So yeah, he's, he's one to watch as well. So Jace, I'm going to come to you now because uh, Mark Edworthy, he actually writes for our site, is, is one third of the team of the week, which is another great feature that we've got on the FPL Academy site. He's saying, simply, which is the best striker option at a 6.5 million bracket? And he's given a few examples. Negredo, Long, Austin or Gray. Uh, we went for Callum Wilson in our team last week, but maybe that's going to change. What do you reckon, Jace, on that one? Right, well, I think there's a lot of pros and cons for uh, all of the 6.5 million forwards, but I think as of late, uh, the one I'd have to go for is uh, Gray. I think he's been exceptional in pre-season. I think he's got eight goals so far. Um, he's kind of bundles of form. Um, obviously, the one downside to him being fixtures, but I feel of the ones that uh, the example's given, the Gredo Long, Austin Gray, Gray is the one that'll uh, play 90 minutes. He's guaranteed game time. He's on penalties as well. Uh, there's less risk to him. Um, and I think he's the best investment at 6.5 million. Obviously, also, uh, with the news of late of uh, Diafra Sacco being uh, linked to West Brom, he could be another exa- uh, He could be another uh, good option at 6.5 million as well. So he's definitely worth a shout as well. But at the moment, I'd have to go for uh, Andre Gray. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing really well. And I think we'll talk a little bit more about him and uh, his pre-season that he's having um, very shortly because it's, it's nothing more than outstanding, really. We've got one here from at NeneG7 on Twitter, um, and he's asking which Leicester will start the season, grinding out results or held to lever attack. So I'll take this one if you want, lads. Uh, it's a tough one, really. But you know, last season, every time we we questioned Leicester, every time we said, "Nah, the won't the won't beat um, City or the won't beat whoever," you know, they just they just did. I remember people saying that this is the start of their downfall maybe they got a few a few injuries or something and then they went and smashed City away from home you remember that um, so every time like three about them, exactly, it was 3-0 exactly 3-0 wasn't it it was like what yeah they absolutely smashed them Mahrez yeah. got uh, Robert Hoof nearly got like 18 odd points yeah it's crazy. yeah it was yeah, <laughs> off my bench thanks Jason <laughs> <laughs> just had to remind you that 
So every time we question them, every time we think they're going to do something, you know, negative a little bit, they just do the opposite. So I think they will, everyone will think they're going to grind out, um, but they'll probably just go and smash Hull 5-0 away from home and then start the season at the top of the league and who knows, they might stay there um, for the rest of the season. I know that they did lose to PSG quite heavily. That's just a friendly, just a friendly, nothing more. There, exactly, it's a friendly, and you know, people have a play around. Ranier is probably having a, a, you know, a bit of a play. Vardy's not fully back yet, so yeah, I think it all depends on Mares as well. If he signs that that new contract, then then yeah, I, I, I don't see them grinding out. We'll come to you again, Jay, on this one. And Ariola attackers. This is on the website. It's, it's a simple question: Ken or Lukaku? Oh, for me, it's Kane every day of the week. Uh, Lukaku is a well-infamous troll for a lot of us. We bring him in the team, he does nothing, you sit him on your bench or get rid of him and he scores a hat-trick. You need somebody consistent in FPL, it's the key to winning leagues. So if I think if you look at Kane, he's had two fantastic seasons. Ignore his uh, little escapade during the summer, where he didn't exactly shine in glory. But I think once he hits back the Premier League, I don't think he can be ignored. His price, don't get me wrong, is... Sky high compared to two seasons ago, but he's worth it. Yep, yeah, I agree on that one. Jess, we'll we'll come to you again. We're going order. Uh, FPL Bunny's back on Twitter, and he's got another dilemma: um, Siggy, Townsend, or the impressive in pre-season Delafeu. Uh, of the three chosen, I'd have to go for uh, Gilfie Sigerson at the, this moment in time. Obviously, there's rumours surrounding Sigerson about uh, going to Everton. Uh, but if he stays at Swansea, I think of the three, uh, he's the best option. Uh, Sigurdsson's on all set pieces, he's on free kicks, he's on corners, I'm pretty sure he's on penalties. Uh, the, his form at the back end of last season as well was like, tremendous. I just think um, Delafio, we still don't know where he's going to play. He might be he might be backup striker to Koeman, he might not exactly play every game, I'm not sure. Uh, Townsend's another good option as well, but maybe Balassi might steal a lot of his thunder as well. I just feel at the moment in time, 7.5 million is a fantastic price for uh, Sigerson, and I think he's worth the money. I think he's the best of the three in question. Okay, Sigerson there then. Um, but yeah, Townsend and Delafeu should really watch them as well. So it's a great, a great question, is that FPL Bunny? And then I'll take the last one. Um, well, the last one with Pete. So we had loads of comments, so thanks guys on that. And next next week we'll get through some more. But Darren Wilson, I'm not sure this is a question, but he says, seems like a decent team. Cheers, Darren. Um, although, depending on how risky you are willing to go, he's saying we we play Callum Wilson um, in the first game uh, at home to Manchester United. Does he see Jose fielding the classic defensive strong back line? And answer to that, I'd say, well, I think Jose will. <laughs> he won't want to lose that first game. We, we talked about this last week. And he's got that personnel at Manchester United, including De Gea. I can't see... Um, I can see it being a tight game, but I can't see him conceding. That's why you know, a lot of people are drafting in Luke Shaw and, and David De Gea into their teams. So, so no, I think... Well, we'll see what happens there, Darren, because we may have taken Wilson out. A bit of a hint there as to what's to come. Okay, so there are the questions uh, rounded up. And I think what we'll do now, if that's all right, guys, is we'll just talk about pre-season because you know there's nothing that we can uh, that we can get excited about really uh, until it all kicks off. So we're going to talk about Burnley, we're going to talk about Everton, and then we're going to talk about Sunderland. Um, so not, you know, not the not the elite teams in the Premier League, but you know these have got good quality players that can fill your squad 
um, a decent. Yeah, they've been season. very impressive. Been very impressive all three sides pre-season. Exactly, they have, yeah. Um, so I won't be um, awful, Jay, and give you Burnley because I know that it's <laughs> so a little bit clean. So Jay, it's a family Jay, show. It's a family show. <laughs> Jay, let's talk about Burnley's um, pre-season. Um, well, can you just give us a bit of a, a roundup on that one? Yeah, sure. Um, there's been a lot of uh, positives to take so far from Burnley in pre-season. Uh, in particular, as I've already mentioned earlier on, uh, Andre Gray in particular, he's been uh, immense. He's been scoring freely for Burnley. He's had, uh, I think, eight goals in pre-season. He uh, got a hat-trick as well in his last game, albeit against Rangers, who are a pub team. But um, 6.5 million, all I'm saying. Eight goals. Um, of all the promoted sides, the team I've been most impressed with has been Burnley. Uh, there's been other players in their team as well that have been performing well. Uh, George Boyd, uh, one of the heroes from a couple of years back for Burnley, uh, he's been playing a few assists as well. He's definitely worth uh, to keep an eye on at uh, 5.5 million. Uh, one of the guys in our team, Ben May, as well, 4.5 million. He scored. Uh, he could be a really, yep, he could be uh, worth uh, value as well. Could be finding a lot of attacking potential. Um, yeah, so just to quickly summarise, uh, I think if you're, of all the three promoted sides so far that I've uh, seen, I've been most impressed with Burnley. And uh, in particular, Andre Gray, I think uh, he could be a really good investment for your squads. Yeah, he's been excellent. He's, he's never failed to score in all the pre-season games. It's just crazy. It, That's just it does pain me to say it, but yeah, he is. <laughs> he's, also, he's, also been, he's also on penalties as well for Burnley. Uh, yeah, I mean, 6.5 million, I mean... We could, be, we could be seeing a real gem here. I think a lot of people on Twitter as well are starting to take notice of him as well. Yeah, I mean, they haven't but, really played under elite. Let's be, let's be honest. They played Morecambe, Bradford, Bolton. Yeah, you're right on that one. And the, the Premier League's a whole different kettle of fish. But It's still uh, good to carry a form, a form like that into the Premier League, though. Eight goals is uh, not shoddy at all, if you know what I mean. Nah. Yeah, they're the playing Swansea first game out there, and they've just... Well, they haven't yet, but it, it looks like they're losing uh, Ashley Williams from their defence. The, the, the one drawback uh, to investing in Burnley, in my opinion, uh, one of the only drawbacks at the moment is uh, obviously the fact they've just been promoted and their current fixtures, like the first few fixtures, they aren't the best. But with the form that Andre Gray, uh, Andre Gray is in, he could still definitely be worth uh, a punt as your third striker. Yeah. Okay, cool. A lot to talk about on Burnley. Um, so let's talk about uh, Everton. Uh, and Jay, we'll let you uh, give this round up. So you want to just yeah, talk no problem. About Everton. Yeah, Everton uh, never seems to set the world alight, but they've got, like you say, they've got some good, reasonable mid-price options that you can aim for. The midfield, I don't think you can overlook Delafeo at the moment. The guys on a pre-season form, not to be ignored, but this is without Lukaku playing. That's what we have to bear in mind. Uh, I think Delafeo scored one, two, at least three, four goals, and jumping in with a few assists. He's playing out of position at the moment, like I say, without Lukaku there. So it's, the question is, can he keep doing it when Lukaku's back? Because Lukaku will be the main man. He'll be the pivotal point up front. So it's how they all line up behind him. Yeah, you're right on that. I mean, I think, was it last night they played Real Betis? They drew one all. Um, I think Lukaku, it definitely started that game. I'm sure he did. So, But yeah, you're right, Delefeu's been, been on fire, hasn't he? But where will he play? I mean, where will they all play? You've got Morales, you've got Delefeu, you've got Barkley, you've got Lukaku. Um I mean, can you play all those players? No. Is it an answer? No, nah, they need to throw in somebody defensive, like your Gareth Barrys. Exactly. You've got to protect that back four, because Everton are not the same at the back as they used to be. So that's Everton. Um, still a lot to monitor, I think, in pre-season, but there's some, there's some potential there. 
Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, they've got United and Espanyol still to go before they start the season. So it'll be interesting to see how they line up against them. Yeah, especially that United game on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, well, I'm guessing it's Wednesday night. Um, that should be an interesting one. Yeah, I might have to keep an eye on that. We'll talk about that next week. Okay, so I guess that leaves me Sunderland. Eh? Right, what can you say about... Well, I tell you, in pre-season, they've been scoring for fun. Uh, I know it's pre-season, I know that, but it gives you a lot of confidence going into the, the main season, especially after what happened last you know, last season. They did draw last night against Montpellier. Uh, Barini got the goal. Oh, bloody hell, Lee Catamol assisted. <laughs> He's in my uh, shithouse 11 team, but... Anyway, they've not lost a game and they won the first four. They've scored ten in the, they've scored uh, eleven goals in the first five. And there's a guy, I don't know if you remember from last year, he used to come off the bench quite a lot, Duncan Watmore. He's scoring quite a lot and assisting in pre-season, and he's he's listed as a midfielder in FPL, although he's he's a you know registered striker at um, Sunderland, or at least he plays very advanced. Um, so he's definitely out of position, and he's only five million. So he's definitely one to watch. Is Watmore? He might not start every game with Barini and uh, Defoe, but he's going to come off off the bench quite a lot. And he did it last year. Whenever he came off the bench, he seemed to have that impact that they needed. Do you know what I mean? It, it kind of he had that effect. So Watmore at five million, out of position midfielder, some uh, one to watch on that one. Shame about his fixtures at the start, but yeah, I think we should look at him. So that's a bit of a roundabout pre-season. Next week we'll we'll go into some more teams. Um, and is there anything else, guys, from pre-season? Uh, Etienne Capoue, uh, our 4.5 million uh, fifth midfielder. Uh, he's uh, scored twice in pre-season. Yeah, he did. Didn't so he? yeah, I mean, 4.5 million. You can't ask for minutes more, eh? You know exactly. What I, mean? I mean, all you ask for a, it's the same as George Boyd two seasons ago. All you can ask is to play 90 minutes. You know. And uh, I remember George Boyd, he used to score when you needed him to score. He could be another George Boyd. I mean, he played defensive last season, but um, but he looks to be more attacking under this. Under Possibly this, under the new manager, yeah. yeah. style. Possibly, um, yeah. And then, Jay, I mean, Buffy, we've been talking on WhatsApp, haven't we, about Faguli, um, yep. the number two Algerian, as we've um, labelled him. He's only five and a half, and he's the same price as Mares started last season and we all know how that ended up could he be yeah, so he, Maris, Jay what do you think on that uh, I don't see why not the guy seems to be showing a lot of like talent a lot of promise he's getting involved in the action like you say he seems to have a lot of things in common with Mares. Yeah. and now Mares's price has shot up I think he could be worth a little punt say five and a half million it's just if he'll play yeah well exactly well Lanzine is injured now um, so I don't know how long for but it's not it's not a minor thing so it looks like he will start the first game albeit against Chelsea away but it's definitely it's definitely won it's a, worth a gamble I think and, I, and we'll, yeah. yeah for that one week we can uh, easily take him out he's five million, five point, five and a half million as well you know exactly yeah there's always yeah. going to be a 5.5 million dif- a midfielder that sets the world alight and if it's not him we can simply get that person but you know maybe um, we'll talk about our draft two and he might be in there We'll see. Yeah, going for pre-seasons, Ibrahimovic scored within four minutes, I think it was, of his United debut. Did he? Right. Okay. Yeah. We'll also tell Don't get wrong. <laughs> we'll it see was a miss hit. <laughs> oh, you miss hit one. We'll see. It was a miss hit overhead kick, but it went in. Well, they're, they're the best ones, you see. They're the best strikers. Okay, so before we just go on to our changes to draft two, I just want to talk quickly about Crystal Palace, because we have, we have, we've talked about them on WhatsApp. We had Joel Ward... Um, we haven't actually got anyone in our draft two from Palace, but the fixtures are really good. 
Um, I'll just run through them. They've got West Brom at home. They've got Spurs away, which is obviously a difficult one. But then they've got Bournemouth at home, Middlesbrough away, Stoke at home, Sunderland away, and Everton away. So I think that's pretty decent, you know, for Palace. They've got some really attacking players, haven't they, such as Balassi. Yeah, they've not been doing bad either. If you have a look at their pre-season, there's yeah. a couple of draws, a couple of wins. And don't get me wrong, they got battered by Fulham, but we'll call that an off game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the one, the one thing about Palace me is they don't have that one guy to finish it off for them up top. They need a Christian Benteke sort of striker. And if they got someone like that, I think investing in players like Balassi, Townsend, you know, they'd be even more worthwhile. Well, it's funny you say that, Jace, because they've been linked with Benteke, haven't they? I've seen, well, I've seen rumours yeah. on that. Uh, I hope they offload him to. <laughs> I hope they offload him for thirty-two million. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, sure. doesn't suit our style at all. He suits Palace's style of play, though. If he has players like Balassi and Punch and just knocking the ball into the box, left, right, and centre, he'll uh, he'll eat the goals up. You know, I Townsend has bobbed in with two assists as well so far pre-season. So we know he can do it. Ah, you say that's the thing. Is it'll be a good buy, and you know what. Benteke's only seven and a half million, so he could be a fantastic option as well. Yeah, I think Palace is worth uh, keeping an eye on. If Benteke signs, then there could be changes made to our draft, possibly. Yeah, well, definitely. <laughs> I think I'll be my personal for definite. Player. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so what we'll do now is quickly run through our changes that we've made to our, from our draft one to our draft two. Um, so in the between the sticks, we've kept Courtois. Um, he's a decent shout at five and a half. But what we've done is we needed to save some money. So we've sold uh, Valdez because there's competition now with Guzan coming to Middlesbrough. So we've, we've, we've gone with Jakubovic. All right, he's, got, he's now got a back strain or something like that. But he's probably going to start. It's, it's only a minor thing. So that's the change to the keepers. Um, Jay, we've also changed our strategy in defence and our personnel in defence. Do you want to quickly review that one? Yeah, we've gone from, well, the... The usual, which is one elite and two rotating pairs. And we've now chosen to go with two elites and one rotating pair and then literally a cheap bench fodder for all we can afford. Yep. So our two elites, we've gone with Baines and Shaw at the moment. And then we've got a rotating pair of me and Smith and Johnny Evans. So really there, you've got a rotating pair between me and Evans. And then Smith is our Bournemouth man at four million. Yep. I don't think you're going to find another reasonably playing four million pound guy. I don't think there is another four million playing defender. So yeah, good shout on that one. So, so what we've done in midfield then is we've swapped our Southampton cover around, and we've had to sell. Unfortunately, we've had to sell Dusan Tadic because it just worked better with our strategy, and we've brought in Shane Long. So we've maintained that Southampton cover, but we've had to just switch it around a little bit. What that does mean is, in, in replace of Tadic, we brought in Faguli, our gamble that we talked about earlier on, and we just want to see how that goes with him. We've also made some other changes in midfield um, and one change up front, one significant change up front. Jace, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, firstly, um, instead of Sigerson, we've gone for his uh, Swansea teammate, Andre Ayew. Um, this is partly due to uh, Bafatibi Gomez. He's went on a loan to Marseille. This now means uh, that Swansea do not have a recognisable forward. This does now mean that Onjai will be playing up top. Uh, he'll have no uh, competition up top. Uh, and I think d- due to that, it's justifiable to own Onjai over Sigerson. Yep. Uh, yep. Both for 7.5 million. It's very difficult to choose between the two. And I think us on WhatsApp, I think we chose uh, Onjai in the end. We just feel him playing up front this time. He'll get a good run in the team he'll be, and he'll be even better than last season. And then we've made a change up front. We've we've got rid of Lukaku. Yeah, that's a big that's a big one. Uh, we've chosen also to jump on the Zlatan train. Um, 
scored within four minutes in his preseason game. Uh, I think uh, Zlatan, with Zlatan, it's better to own Ibra and have him fail than to not own him. And if he starts firing, uh, we'll miss out and uh, we'll have to be playing catch-up. So I think tactically, for us, it's uh, best to own Ibra. Yeah, exactly. And, and if he does fail, because of his price tag... Um, it's fair, yeah. Aguero, we can buy anyone. No yeah, we can take him out for Kane. We can take him out for Lukaku. We can improve our midfield, but uh, it's really flexible uh, with yeah. Ibrahimovic in the team. I think that's a number plus him. Everywhere ibra has gone in his first season, he's won the league. Has he? Right. Yep, so that's his record. And he's absolutely quality as well. Yeah, he will not want to lose that record, especially under Jose. Yeah, yeah. That's two big personalities. Okay, so I'll just quickly. Um, all this will be on the website um, right by now, anyway. But the. The, the, the full 15 is we've changed from draft one to a well from game week one anyway from a 4-4-2 to a 3-4-3 which I think is the best way forward definitely um, we've kept Courtois in net at home to West Ham we've got Baines at home to Spurs uh, Shaw away to um, Bournemouth and then me uh, at home to Swansea that's our back line our midfield is still as good as last, last, last week we've got De Bruyne at home to Sunderland Sesk at home to West Ham, Monday Night Football. Ayu away to Burnley and Faguli away to Chelsea. And then we up front we've got Long at home to Watford, Aguero at home to Sunderland and Ibrahimovic away to Bournemouth. On the bench we've got um, you know, Hakubovic uh, at home to Leicester but he's not going to play. We've got um, Johnny Evans. We could put him in the first 11 but we can talk about that later. We've got Johnny Evans away to Palace, Kapue away to Southampton and then our 4.0 million, little bit of a gamble. Brad Smith, newly joined at Bournemouth at home to Manchester United. Uh, Captain Aguero, obviously. So that is the team at the moment. I think that looks better than last week. What do you reckon, guys? Yeah, I'm happy with it at the moment. But like I said, we've seen a lot happen this week. And I think we may need to make a few critical changes Yeah. before we have the Yeah, trans- transfers in particular uh, will play a part in this as well. And some pre-season games, so definitely... So we'll just yeah, round up on the transfer. Let, there's probably three rumours that are going round. There's, there's Ashley Williams to Everton. That's gaining a lot of substance. If that happens, maybe we could talk about downgrading Baines to Williams if we need the extra half a mil, you see. That's something that we could do. What else have we been hearing about? Well, Benteke to Palace, that's probably a, just a rumour. Um, the Mares thing. Is there any, anything else that's doing the rounds, guys, with regards to transfer rumours? There is Andre Ayew to West Ham as well. Uh, that could have an effect on us. I mean, if Andre Ayew went to West Ham, I mean, him and Payet could be immense together. I mean, think of what they could do together. Yeah. I heard that yeah, somewhere. Yeah, would that mean Siggy would then be the man to go for? It would, actually. But then Sigurdsson's also linked to have moved to Everton. So, I mean, so it's all, the there's so much to talk. Yeah, it's and crazy. You know what'll happen? It won't be, none of this will be decided until the end of August. So we'll have to go into game week one with all these um, unanswered questions. And then there's, I've heard about Costa. Um, Chelsea, they're in for Lukaku. Yeah, they're in for Lukaku. Yeah. If Lukaku goes to Chelsea, I mean, Gerard Delafio could be 6.5 million Everton striker. Well, exactly, yeah. So there's a lot, yeah. a, lot, a lot of ifs and buts that are going on at the moment. And if Lukaku doesn't go to Chelsea and Costa decides to leave Chelsea, I mean, uh, Bashuayi, that uh, new Belgian striker they signed, nine million, he could be fantastic as well. You know? Yeah, yeah Costa right. put a very, very strange post on Instagram the other day of picture in the changing rooms with a couple of players. Oh, yeah. And said, thank you very much, I've enjoyed my time or something daft. Yeah, yeah, he's off, in it? If Lukaku goes to Chelsea and Costa leaves, which he probably will, that 
that's another great signing. Nine million at Chelsea. I've seen a valuation for him. Like I think they paid like Everton rejected fifty-seven million for him. You know, that's crazy. Oh, and uh, Hazard scored two last night as well. So that's yeah, good. definitely. Worth, yeah, I ran through anyway, the business. Just, just one last thing, guys. I hope you don't mind. I entered um, our team into FPL Oracles. Uh, head-to-head league, so we're now in the Galaxy oh, FPL head-to-head league. So we'll, uh, come. there's quite a lot of people in there. There's some ex-FPL champions. Tom Fenley is in there. Julian Zipparo. So these are these are everywhere. With our, tra- with, our co- with our track record, I don't think we have any pressure. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, no chance. That could be um, finally, uh, FF pundits are in there. Bonus FPL, my old account. Uh, Steve Cook. What else? Steve Cook. Don't he play for Bournemouth? Steve Cook's a defensive midfielder for Warnoff, yeah, is he not? He's in there as well. Really? Well, (laughs) hey Steve Cook. Anyway guys, um, it's been another great session. We'll get on WhatsApp next week. It's been my pleasure. We'll uh, we'll, we'll tweak the squads a little bit more and we'll be back next time. Yep. No problem. Alright guys. Cheers guys. Cheers guys. Bye. See you later.